It is August the 23rd, 2006, and this is AndyCast number 32. Well, hello and welcome once again to another AndyCast. I missed you last week. Uh, you know, just had some stuff going on and couldn't get to making a show, so I made up for it this time by giving you an extra super special dose of AndyCast. I have no idea what that means, and I don't think you will even after the show. We have, as usual, another uninformed biography. Bleh, another uninformed biography for you. I'm stumbling over my tongue because it's 14 inches wide, and we have a celebrity other job. So let's kick it off with our uninformed biography. Hello and welcome once again to yet another uninformed biographies. I'm your host Pete Moss. This time, we turn upside down the life of yet another member of the Rogic Podcast Conglomerate, the host of several podcasts and one of the pioneers in Canadian podcasting, as well as one of the organizers of the highly successful podcasters across borders. I'm speaking about, of course, Mrs. Mark Blevis. Uh, I'm Mr. Mark Blevis. As this is Uninformed Biographies, we will present a brief biography of Mark with absolutely no research, nor any contact with him whatsoever, and without his knowledge or consent. All Uninformed Biographies are presented for pure entertainment purposes, and any information that is in fact correct is purely coincidental and unintentional. Any rebroadcast in full or in part without the consent of Endicast Podcast, though probably unlikely, is not a good idea anyway. And, as always, please, no wagering. Now, let us look to the electric sky. Enjoy our growing enthusiasm. Grab a plate from the podcast buffet. Read just one more book and peek into the past of Mrs. Mark Blevis. Uh, uh, Mr. Mark Blevis. Named Eugenia Maria Blevis based on ultrasound exams prior to his birth, due primarily to Mark's modesty whilst in the womb, you can imagine his parents surprised to find a healthy, bouncing baby boy. Whilst in a desperate attempt to choose a name for the bouncing baby boy, the newly blessed Blevises were watching the Olympic track and field just as the starter shouted, On your mark! Get set! Go! Set and go Blevis just didn't work, so Mark was the best they could come up with. Born at a very early age, Mark recalls very little of his early days. His postnatal nurse had this to say. That's a lovely one. See, that's that's the street that we lived on. But I can't remember where. <laughs> I don't know why it looks like that. Everybody tells me it looks so different. Eh? To me, it's all just the same. That's enough, the both of you. Mark grew rapidly, as children exposed to massive amounts of nuclear radiation tend to do, giving Mark an incredible 6-foot, 3-inch frame at a paltry 37 pounds while starting second grade. Needless to say, wind was not Mark's ally. Fortunately, it was also in the second grade that Mark took up cigarette smoking as a hobby, which helped to stunt his rapid growth. Later, upon completing the eighth grade, Mark decided that he had had enough of school and set out upon the world to find his fortunes. Having failed miserably as an elf at Santa's workshop at the Spark Street Mall in Ottawa, Mark took many odd jobs to support himself in the lifestyle that he'd become used to. Again, thinking locally, Mark applied for a food service technician at the local Burgazar, but was totally confused by the company's slogan. The Burgazar is where the burgers are. Disheartened with the job opportunities in Canada, Mark headed south of the border to Mexico to live the life of a Mexican gaucho. Upon finding out that gauchos wear those silly little pants of the same name, 
Mark headed one border north to the United States, winding up in California. In Hollywood, Mark auditioned as a stand-in double for Estelle Getty on The Golden Girls. However, being a tall, young, white male, he was summarily dropped before even auditioning. Mark also attended an open casting call for a live-action rendition of Snow White. Mark's keen knowledge of children's literature really paid off. When, after reading a few pages of the script, Mark quickly realized it was not the traditional story that he was asked to read for. He knew in an instant that the role of the eighth dwarf, Gropi, would not be in keeping with the timeless tale. Needless to say, Mark's decision to turn down the role saved us from probably a truly gruesome event. Mark also dabbled in competitive martial arts, however his strike zone, the area from his armpits to his waist, was massive and he was easily outpointed each match. It was upon his return to Canada from the United States that Mark found religion, but quickly lost it in all the clutter around his home. During his search to refine religion, Mark found a long-forgotten and underused iRiver recorder and microphone, and the rest, as they say, is history. Mark can be heard on several podcasts, including, but not limited to, Electric Sky, Growing Enthusiasm, The Canadian Podcast Buffet, Just One More Book, and a regular contributor to the Open Source Sex Podcast. Basically, Mark can't seem to get enough of his own voice. I am Pete Moss for Uninformed Biographies, exclusively heard on the AndyCast podcast. May the stars always be above you, unless you're upside down. Hello once again there, folks. I'm Chester Cobblepot, and time for another Celebrity Other Jobs. This is a show where we take a celebrity and give them another job. This time, our good pal War from Star Trek fame finds a new job at the Burgers R drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, thank you for your training, Brian. This isn't exactly warp core technology here. I think I can take the next customer on my own. Ah, here we go. Welcome to the Burgers R, where the Burgers are. I am Worf, son of Mog. How may I help you? Uh, can I get a uh, double cheese, no double onion, hot pickle, no mayo, double ketchup, and a large shake? No, and no. Sir, can you, sir, can you please slow down? Double... I am not able to enter your order as quickly as you are speaking. What came after the double cheese? Um, okay. Let me uh, slow down for you then, buddy. Double cheese. Mm, double cheese. No onion. No onion. Half pickle. Half pickle. Double ketchup. Double ketchup. And a large shake. Large shake. Um, would you like fries with that? Did I ask for frickin' fries? Mm, Just no. give me what I asked for. You got a problem with that, Worf? Son of a bitch. Look, you little piece of patach. I don't need your attitude coming from you. Look, I don't care if you're the freaking Queen of England. Just get my order right. Look, Nimrod, you will restate your order or I will pull you out of your vehicle through my little window here, into my little booth, and dip your head in the deep fryer and eat you like a blooming onion. I am Worf, son of Mog. You have no idea with whom you are. Nihal! God, I hate my life. Well, we hope you enjoyed that edition of Celebrity Other Jobs. I've been your host, Chester Cobblepot. Hope to see you again next time. Goodbye. Well, as you can tell from that music, it's time for us to take care of business. Oh, yeah. 
Let's take a look at what last week's poll I asked. What was what flavor of ice cream best describes you? So the answers were sweet chocolate, luscious lemon sorbet, plain vanilla, schizophrenic Neapolitan, tarty strawberry, and wacky road ice cream. Uh, no one voted in for sweet chocolate, which kind of amazes me because there's a lot of sweeties out there. <laughs> we had one luscious lemon sorbet, two plain vanillas, two schizophrenic Neapolitans. It's probably the same person voted twice. Two tarty strawberries, three 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 wacky woad, uh, and and uh, that comes up to ten, leaving us with five other people for a a write-in vote of. Ponytail, ponytail. Hey, you kids! What do you kids do? I'll no, I'll get you, you kids. Five people said ponytail. Um, obviously, uh, they've never eaten hair. It's uh, quite not tasty at all. Uh, let alone making it into an ice cream. Um, maybe with chocolate sauce. Yeah, might might uh, might hide the flavor. But anyway, thank you again for everyone for participating in the poll, and I really appreciate uh, you coming out and playing the game. Next week, for, for next week's poll, um, I sort of stealing an idea from another podcast I listened to, the Scarborough Dude from Dixon Jane's podcast recently on an episode, um, was counting down the top 10 people he'd like to interview. He only gave us nine, so he's holding out on us on one. But uh, the top nine people he'd like to interview for his show. So what I'd like to know, which has nothing to do with that, but I just thought it was an interesting piece of information. Um, who do you think would be a good person for a future uninformed biography. Ooh, check out AndyCast at www.andycast.net and uh, add your your uh, your vote. We'll have a couple up there, and by all means, please add something for, from yourself. And um, thanks for playing. Well, that takes us to a close of AndyCast number 32. Thanks for uh, for hanging out, and uh, thanks for listening. I want to send a special thank you out there to Jen S. for helping getting the AndyCast back on track last week. Um, uh, things got broken uh, primarily due to pilot error, with me being the pilot. Um, listen to Andy, the AndyCast deuce, and we'll talk about it over there. I'm going to get back into doing those uh, again. Um, there's a, a you know a couple of people that enjoy it, and... Um, I kind of like talking about myself. <laughs> so there you go. I want to thank Dave and Isabel from Broca's area for their kind comments about their biographies last time. And uh, sort of the thank you in advance to um, uh, Mr. Mark Blevis of Electric Sky, Canadian Biosclass, blah, 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 uh, for his, uh, his support of the Anticast over the years and over the years, over the year, and um, for being such a good sport about his own uh, uninformed biography. Also want to thank Karen B. for her consistent support of the AndyCast and participation with all the AndyCast polls. And I know who's adding ponytail. <laughs> my biggest thank yous go to my best friend in the whole wide world, Vivian V. from the Clip Podcast, without whom the AndyCast would, would not be. Nope, wouldn't be here. And thank you to you. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, you. You with the finger up the nose. Yeah, I'll thank you too. And for, for listening and participating on the Anticast site. And you can participate also at www.anticast.net. There you can take part in the weekly polls or leave comments on the shows. Um, and, you know, basically uh, 
tell me how crappy the show's being. And if you're, uh, you know, a little bit shy and, you know, kind of, kind of coy, um, you can send email to andycast at uh, gmail.com. And I encourage uh, folks to check out, uh, check me out on Second Life, Dude Rust. I'm usually hanging out uh, somewhere. You can always IM me. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.